Yo, yo, yo. It is June 22nd, 2021. And the Islanders, the New York Islanders, are two wins away from the Stanley Cup final. Yes, that is the way I am wording it. We all know they lost 8 nothing last night to the Tampa Bay Lightning to go down in the series 3-2, but they are still technically... Technically, two wins away from the Stanley Cup Final for the first time since 1983. Listen, you win game six at the Coliseum, anything happens game seven. That's the way you got to look at it. That's the way you got to look at it. I mean, going back to game four, that, that Pulock save was one of the best plays I've ever seen. Now, he messed up before that. He should have just kept it along the boards. But he didn't. Varlamov was in no man's land, and he just made one of those saves. I mean, it's 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 the Jeter flip, right? It's the Tyree catch. It's, well, you know what? It's more like the Jeter flip right now because the Yankees did not win the World Series that year anyway, whereas the Giants won the Super Bowl after Tyree's catch. So it's it's the Jeter flip. It's the Andy Chavez catch, right? It's one of those moments, unless the Islanders win the Cup, then it becomes... More more important, more in the lore, right? So, Islanders are down 3-2. You know, I could say that Tampa is like $20 million over the cap right now. They're in a state that has no income tax to begin with, so they're already playing with house money because they can pay their players less, but their players are still making the same amount as other teams. However, I'm not going to say that. What I will say... This is a little unbecoming of certain people I'm not who shall remain nameless who don't even like either of the teams in the playoffs and they're still just trying to troll Islander fans. If your team didn't make the playoffs, you can't troll them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't though. Especially if your team happens to have had the first and the second overall picks in the last two years, and they still can't make the playoffs. They're not even particularly close, and you signed one of the best players two years ago. I mean, you know, it's just it's a little sad about a, a certain fan base, what a certain fan base has become. And I know it's not all of you guys, it's really just this one person, but just be better than that. Your team can't even make the playoffs. When they did make it a year ago, I think they got swept. I mean, you couldn't even win a game. You couldn't win a game. So just just try to make the playoffs next year. I know it's tough. You have so much more talent than the Islanders, and we're still in the Eastern Conference Finals for the second straight year. It's whatever. All right, moving on from the Islanders. (laughs) That was a good start. I know. Moving on from the Islanders. I told you I would update you on Prokesh and I's round on Saturday for golf. Let me just tell you what a round it was. Shot a 69 at Swan Lake. That's three under for anyone who is keeping score. We beat uh, Daniel and Vin by 10. Now, Daniel and Vin had a good round. They were getting nowhere near us. It was just, it's just one of those things that if you make putts, man, you always have a chance. We had one bogey on the front, had a birdie on the front as well, so we were even on the turn, and then we, we, we birdie three holes on the back. 
just were making putts, just just pinging out greens. I mean, it, it was just it was one of those rounds that you won't forget because honestly, it was special. So he shot a sixty nine there. Just 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 a great round. Let me ask you guys this. Let me ask you this. Why are opposing fans still fighting fans of the Phoenix Suns? Doesn't make any sense. They got to do another fight. Uh, after game one against... Are they playing the Clippers, I think? After game one against the Clippers. And the Suns fans just beat the shit out of them again. They beat the shit out of them again. I mean, at this point, it's like, why are we even putting ourselves in... Why are we putting ourselves in these situations? I mean, these guys are all... Uh, they don't miss punches. They're, they look like they're all MMA trained. I mean... Are they all just fighting each other like on practice and they get to the, to the arena and they just fuck shit up? I mean, this is ridiculous. Why are you still picking fights with them? Why? These fights aren't even particularly close. I mean, this one this is an older guy. I'm watching it right now. It was a little bit of an older guy. He throws the first punch and it's like, what are you doing? Because then this, the, the one Suns fan, he pulls the guy back trying to save his life. And, oh, man, his, the other Clippers buddy starts going at him. And, oh, man, I mean, that was just, that was a mistake. That was a mistake. You can't do that. You cannot do that. First of all, oh, there's my dog. Sorry, it's thundering and lightning out. Yeah, there's the thunder, Shay. Yeah, good job. Yeah, no, you're showing that. You're showing Mother Nature there, Shay. <laughs> I mean, they just beat the shit out of them again. I don't know why. Plus, read the room. I mean, there's you're you know you're in the tunnel. No, you're not in the tunnel. You're in the hallway of of the arena. I mean, there are hundreds of Sun fans, and there are two Clippers fans. What are you thinking? What do you think was going to happen? Nothing good. I hope. I mean, even if you knock one of them out, there's literally. Like a hundred others that will jump in, and I—I'm telling you, I—I I don't know what it is, but these Suns fans—they—they're just disciplined. They're disciplined on their feet. They don't miss punches. So I don't know why—I don't know why other fans keep doing this. I don't know when it's going to stop. I really hope it doesn't, because frankly, it's ridiculous right now. I mean, you can't keep doing this. You're not going to win. You ain't embarrassed. Everybody wants to be Sons and Four guy, but no one wants to put the work in. All right? Practice your striking, then maybe go at him. But still, I don't. I, I, one man inspired a nation. One Sons and Four man inspired a nation here. And I can't see. I, you know, you think of the, the, Roman, the Roman army. You think of the Mongolian army under Genghis Khan you think of even Hitler's Germany you think of these great armies I just can't help but think if you got you know William Wallace and the and the Scots I mean do you think the Night King and his dead army right do you think any of those armies that I just listed would want 
to find themselves on a battlefield across from 50,000 Suns fans? I can't see that. First of all, what you're going to have, everyone's going to be wearing Suns jerseys, right? Everyone's going to have, they're not going to have weapons. They're going to have their fists. And then one of the fists is going to have four fingers up. That's all you're going to see across from you. You can have all the weapons. You can have all the bow and arrows you want. The orc army in front of Minas Tirith. I mean, you can have all the weapons you want. You are not defeating the Sun's army. They're going to muck it up. They're going to get in the dirty areas. They're going to get in tight. And they're going to fuck you up. Stop antagonizing them. All you have to do is win one game in the series, and they can't say Suns in four. Now, they probably will still say it. It's just going to lose a little bit of its... It's going to lose a little bit of its impact. All right? So just win a game. Just win a game. And the Suns are like... We don't... The, the Suns put out like a statement saying... We want our fans to keep their cool and not tolerate the violence. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. They want the violence. They want the smoke. That statement does not ring true. They want the smoke. So stop fighting with Suns fans. All right? Enough is enough. Oh. Moving on. I saw a video on Twitter, which I thought was just unbelievable. It was in 1961. It was a game between a football game between Notre Dame and uh, some other team, whatever. There's one there's 3 seconds left. They're at the 2-yard line. And a fan runs onto the field. Into he's pl- the fan is playing defense. If you want to see it, I think I favorited the tweet. The fan is, he just runs on. No one says anything. He lines up at like outside linebacker and he breaks up the pass. And to my knowledge, the game just ended. That was it. No one realized he wasn't on either of the teams. I mean, that is unbelievable. That's, I mean, could you imagine that happening today? I mean, why don't we have the guy at the U.S. Open with John Ron, John Rom won. He somehow got a club and, and a couple balls and was just hitting balls off the fairway. Think about him. He got caught so quickly. I mean, you can't get caught that quickly. You lose all credibility. You really do. You had you had the one, uh, I think it was the Pelicans. That guy snuck on. He was just wearing Pelicans warm-ups, and he, uh, he got a couple shots off. <laughs> he didn't get kicked out of the game. They just told him to get back to his seat. I mean, that was cool. But, I mean... To to directly impact a play is unbelievable as a fan. So good for him. Good for him. <laughs> moving on to moving on to one of the cooler things I've seen this week. I think we gotta make this like a segment or something. Coolest thing I've seen this week. We'll work on the name. Usain Bolt. You know him as one of the greatest sprinters slash athletes in Olympic history. Jamaican, uh, oh my God, Shay. This is really, 
you know, you have this whole thought process, then your dog just keeps barking in your fucking backswing. Well, anyway, this is actually a good transition because Usain Bolt has three kids, right? Three kids. Two of their names. One is Lightning and the other is Thunder. Now, his last name is Bolt. Put that together. That's Lightning Bolt and Thunderbolt. Is that is there a cooler name than either of those in the world? Besides maybe Dick Hammer. That's the only one. Richard Hammer. I think it's the only one that even touches this, but I don't even think I don't even think it's close. Lightning Bolt and Thunderbolt. I mean, come on. The That's just so fucking sick. I'm sorry. That's the coolest thing I've seen this week. Lightning Bolt and Thunderbolt. And the other kid's name actually is he has another kid, and I gotta be honest, I don't really like I don't like this name, but I don't think I do. Hold on a second. Oh, the other kid's name is Saint. Saint Bolt. Now, as that kid grows up, your one sibling's Lightning Bolt, your other sibling's Thunderbolt, and you're Saint. There are going to be some questions asked, and there better be some answers provided, because that is very unfair for that kid. Very unfair. I don't know what other... Bolts, like what? Thunderbolt, lightning bolt. I don't know. There's no other bolts, right? I don't think so. Like, what could, what, what would have been a cooler name? Well, I mean, a lot of things would have been cooler than Saint Bolt, but. Bolt. Lugnut bolt, no. Wrench bolt, no. Lightning. What other natural hurricane bolt? No. Tornado bolt. Nah, tornado bolt's kind of cool. Actually. Tsunami bolt. Nah. Thunder strike bolt. No, that wouldn't work either. All right, whatever. It would have been better than Saint. I don't know. Saint's gonna have some questions, and I just hope someone has answers for her or him. Saint. I don't, that could go either way. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Oh well. Moving on. All right. So that was the coolest thing I've seen today this week rather speaking of Usain Bolt in the Olympics a very interesting question was brought up on Twitter this week and I don't know if you guys saw it there should be because the Olympics are, are coming up in Tokyo the Summer Olympics next month in July now what came up was somebody putting out the statement that a regular person, you know, me, you, anybody, regular person should, in fact, do whatever event is coming up first for us to see how hard it actually is. And I love that idea. It is so perfect to me to have just a regular Average Joe going out there and doing the event first before these Olympic athletes get their hands on it. Could you imagine? Could you imagine me on the uneven bars? I can't. I can't. I'd be I'd be treating them like monkey bars. I don't even 
I'd have to get like the coach to like pick me up too to get to the first one because I'm pretty short. I don't even think I could get there on my own. Me on the uneven bars. Think of anybody. Anybody trying to swim the hundred meters? I mean, they probably die. People can't. That's a that's a that's a good distance. What other events are there? Shot put, discus. I mean, have have them do this because it would be so interesting to see how far, not how far, how much better these athletes are than we even give them credit for because they are, they are incredible. But I mean, it would it would add so much to the telecast. And frankly, I'm a little mad that it's not happening. If I ever am in a seat of power and can make that happen, my promise to you, the Badger Connor listeners, is I will get that done for us. Because that would be incredible. Incredible. I think just the, gym, the gymnastics aspect, right? You just get like a fat, overweight guy trying to like throw his shit around on that pommel horse, right? Oh man, think of the sweat flying off him. Oh look at think of the think about that belly just swishing her. Ugh. It's kinda disgusting that I'm talking about it, but he probably wouldn't get that far anyway. Pommel horse. <laughs> oh, I love it. Alright, so the Olympics are coming up. Let's Let's see what happens with that. I I, I would like I would like for that to happen. All right, before we get to our table read, I think I'm going to do something from True Detective just real quick. Uh, Detective Rusty Cole. Uh, I wanted to talk to you guys about a very important thing. I wanted to talk to you about string theory. Now, I'm sure not a lot of you have heard about string theory. It is a quantum physics theory. Now, just bear with me here, all right? Bear with me. It's very similar to gen- the theory of general re- general relativity that Einstein coined, and frankly, it's brilliant. I, I don't know how these guys thought of this in the 1910s, 1920s, but so so. Let me just preface this by saying the string theory has not been proven yet. The general relativity has been proven, I think. String theory has not been proven yet. However. Do not diminish it, because it's it just hasn't been proven yet. Keyword yet. Could still be proven. Okay? Great. 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 Alright. So string theory is basically the theory that all everything all the atoms that we're made of are have these little band these little string bands, right? That are just vibrating in 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 different different directions. I guess I'd say it's it's a very interesting theory. Uh, Brian Green is a brilliant astrophysicist um, who 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 is a who is an expert in this, and he's really got me onto this because I just popped up on a, a video on YouTube. Um, but basically, it's it's a a theoretical framework in the fact that like point like I'm, I'm doing such a bad job of explaining it. Point like particles of of physics are 
they're kind of replaced by like one-dimensional objects called strings, string theory, right? It's how these these things go through space and interact with each other, right? Okay, you got me. It's a theory of quantum gravity. It's again, I'm doing a horrible, horrible job of explaining this because I actually I felt like I did a pretty good job of explaining it earlier today, and now I, I'm just at a, at a loss for words, which is just awful for the podcast. It really is. Um, but it, it, basically, right, you got your three-dimensional world. This is saying that there's more than three dimensions to the world, right? These, string, the, these strings that, that they're talking about are pretty much in the 10th or 11th dimension that we haven't figured out yet. It's, I know it's, again, I'm doing just an awful job of explaining this, but it, it's one of those, like, I would look up this theory and just let, let's get the steam going on this, all right? Let's talk about string theory. Let's see the Large, hard, the large uh, Hadron Collider in Switzerland has not yet been able to prove that this theory is even true, but I, I hope we get there soon. I hope we get there soon because that, that collider sick. The collider's sick. We already have, uh, I think, residue of the, the Higgs particle, which is the God particle. I think we already have residue of that. I don't think, it hasn't been proven. Uh, it hasn't been uh, uh, produced yet, but there's residue from that Higgs particle, which is a Higgs field is anything that matter that passes th- anything that passes through a Higgs field becomes matter. God particle. Cre- it's created. That's another cool one, but again, I don't even think I have the words to describe that because. I'm not an astrophysicist. But look up string theory. It's it's sick. I just did an awful job. I had so many things in my head and none of them came out. None of them came out for explaining string theory to all my listeners. So just go look that up and learn for yourself because I just did a horrible job doing that. All right, on to the table read. We're doing true detective. Detective Russ Cole. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, this is just one of his, this is just one of his soliloquies here. All right. Three, two, one, action. I consider myself a realist. All right. But in (laughs) philosophical terms, I'm what's called pessimist. I think human consciousness is a tragic misstep in evolution. We've become too self-aware. Nature created an aspect of nature separate from itself. We are creatures that should not exist by natural law. We are things that labor under the illusion of having a self. That accretion of sensory experience and feelings programmed with total assurance that we are each somebody when in fact everybody's nobody. I think the honorable thing for our species to do to deny our programming, stop reproducing, walk hand in hand into extinction. One last midnight, brothers and sisters opting out of a raw deal. The only thing keeping a person decent is the expectation of divine reward. And brother, that person is a piece of shit. And I'd like to get as many of them out in the open as possible. End scene. Not bad. I know. Not bad. Not, not, 
better than my crazy stupid love fucking table read. My bad. My bad, everyone, for that. Sorry to sit through that. I don't know what I was where's my crazy stupid love table read or my just explanation on string theory and what it is. That's a good would you rather. Would you rather listen to me quote crazy stupid love or try to explain try to explain <laughs> string theory? Ah, <laughs> oh, alright. Moving on. This day in is three, June twenty second. Here we go. Let's see what we got. Let's see what happened here, huh? Let's see what happened here. Whitey Bulger is arrested in 2011. 16 years on the run. Whitey Bulger. The Boston mobster. Pack the cat. He finally got caught in California. So that happened. Wow. He, uh, 16 years on the run. It's pretty good for him. Huh? Huh. 1611, I don't know. I don't know how we all forgot this, but Henry Hudson was uh, set adrift by mutineers. Ooh. Ooh. What happened? I didn't even know this happened. Hey, let's go a little further into this. All right, yeah, so two years earlier in 1609, Henry Hudson uh, blah, 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 sailed to America. Blah, 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 explain. Yeah, he came in here to Hudson River. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Financed by the Dutch. Blah, blah, blah. What happened here, though? Many of the crew held Hudson responsible for their misfortune. They mutinied against him. The Discovery, which was his boat, later returned to England. Its crew was arrested for the mutiny, although Henry Hudson was never seen again. <laughs> oh, shit. This is where he died. Wow. Ah, all right. So, Henry Hudson. Got fucking mutin... Mutinized? I mutinized on this day never to be heard from again see you later Henry Hudson little bitch came in control your fucking crew battle of Okinawa ends in 1945 one of the bloodiest battles of World War 2 so that ended so that's good I mean <laughs> so that's good uh, this is we can't do this without uh, Civil War, so General Lee strikes back at Petersburg. So, that was in 1864, so I mean, that's good, too. Yeah. Tried to capture a railroad in uh, Petersburg, Virginia, and General Lee was like, nope, we're not doing that. Robert, Bobby Lee, Bobby Lee was like, nope. We're going to keep that, that rail line uh, open for the boys. For the boys. So that happened. The Fast and the Furious was released in 2001. I don't know why that's on here. No idea why that's on here. And they're still going. God bless. Fast and the Furious 9 is coming out soon. I think they're going to space. Yeah. They should do, you know, just spitballing here. The next Fast and Furious, like 10 or 11, it should just be them like 35 million years ago and they just stopped the asteroid that killed all the dinosaurs that would be fun to see if they could pull that off because at this point i mean it's so it's not even realistic anymore i mean fucking john cena has hair i mean that's not realistic 
So just put him in the put him in the, the prehistoric days and just have him try to stop that meteor. I don't know how they'll do it. They might find a way though. Have him try to stop the meteor that kill all the dinosaurs. That's I don't know why that's on here. <laughs> Last one, seventeen seventy five Congress issues continental currency. Two million dollars in bills of credit. Yeah, that one's not. I'm just gonna leave it at that because that's that's really nothing there. Who the fuck cares about that? Word of the day is miasma. Mia, miasma. M I A S M A. So so far, if you've been counting, our word of the days have been miasma today, jocund, which I don't remember. Oh, jocund was happy spirits or something like that, right? We had colleague. I don't know why that was there. So we all know what that is. I think those were the only two. So Jokund, the colleague, and miasma. Miasma is a vaporous exhalation formerly believed to cause disease or an influence or atmosphere that tends to deplete or corrupt. So let's use that in a sentence. Uh... I might need to use... Alright, well, let's see if I can do this on my own here. A vaporous exhalation. Exhalation. So you're exhaling. Formerly believed to cause disease. So, if, if you weren't... If you're not wearing a mask and you're not vaccinated, anytime you take a breath and exhale, you could be creating... A miasma. <laughs> I don't know if that's even it. Let's see what they have. Let's see what they have. While Fresh Kills was an environmental disaster too, it produced methane gas, leaked millions of gallons of lechate into the groundwater, and exuded a miasma of foul odors. Okay. Alright, so I think it did a decent job. That's probably not it, but that was a decent job there. We'll take it. We'll take it. All right. Let's end with the. Uh, let's end with the. Would you rather here? Yeah. Right. Would you rather know the outcome of the rest of your life, but not be able to change anything, or restart your life again without knowing anything? So, would you rather know what happens? Can't change anything. So, destiny, fate, right? Or start over, but you don't know anything that you know now. That's a good question. That's a good question. That's deep, too. It's none of that funny business. That's deep. What are we thinking? What are we thinking? Know the outcome of the rest of your life and not be able to change anything. That seems a little tough to me. Because that... Uh, I don't know about that. Would you rather restart your life again without knowing anything? I mean, just a fresh start? This is a tough one. This is a tough one. And I'm going to say right now, just process of elimination and lack of a better choice, I would restart my life again without knowing anything. Just because I would not want to know the outcome of my life. I don't think I would like that. Every day is a new day, but I mean, you would know everything and you couldn't change anything. That's tough. That's experience time. In a non-linear way. 
Sapir Wharf hypothesis. Look that up too. Oh, actually, yeah. Well, that's kind of a little bit of it. That's kind of that. That hypothesis is uh, like our culture and language influences the way we think. But Arrival, that movie with Amy Adams, one of my one of my favorite movies, uh, uses that in a in a way that you can experience time nonlinear, which would be insane. And that's how your life would be, pretty much, if you knew the outcome, but you couldn't change it. So, I'm picking Restart Your Life again without knowing anything. That's our show, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in. We're going to try to get a couple guests on uh, coming up. Meg, my cousin, is one of the first ones. She is always supporting the channel. Meg, thank you for your support. And everybody else, thank you as always. I will see you next week. Let's go, Islanders.